Welcome to the He Said, She Said podcast. On this podcast, Kirby and Amy Hossman will give you a behind-the-scenes look at growing businesses and building brands. Now, here's He Said, She Said. Hey there, and welcome to episode 17 of the He Said, She Said podcast. I am your host, Kirby Hossman. Joining me today is the always lovely, always talented Amy Hossman. Amy, thanks for being here. Hey, my pleasure. Um, as always, the Hossman Marketing uh, Company brings you the He Said, She Said podcast. I kind of said that backwards the way that I wanted to, but that's okay. Um, but we create a lot of content at Hossman Marketing. The goal is to provide you value, hopefully some entertainment and some education. And you can find it all at HossmanMarketing.com and click on the blog link. And that's where you can find the podcast, the blogs, the videos, and all that sort of thing. Um, and... So we want to jump in today. As always, each week what we do is we try to take on a trending topic, topic, a little bit about our weekly whirlwind, talk a little bit about what's going well, what's challenging us, um, because the reality is entrepreneurship isn't always pretty. <laughs> um, touch on a weekly lesson, and then we give some shout-outs. So let's jump into our trending topic. Are you ready, Aim? I'm ready. All right, cool. So I came across this on LinkedIn, um, and I'll just kind of give it to you because this is kind of new to you. You haven't, uh, but the headline is "Work is ruining Sundays." And as off-hours emails proliferate, late Sundays are turning into the new start of the work week, says the Wall Street Journal. A LinkedIn survey showed 80% of working adults experienced a pickup in work-related stress on Sunday evenings. Meanwhile, a Sunday night email analysis conducted by Microsoft uh, found that every hour a manager spent online generated an extra 20 minutes of -of out-of-hours work for their direct peers. Some businesses are now pushing back against the Sunday scaries by delaying email delivery up until the next morning. So, um, as you might expect, I always have an opinion about things, and I'm curious. (laughs) You do? Yeah, who knew, right? Um, But I wanted your take on this. Work Is work ruining Sundays? Um... I think there's time that it can, yeah. I mean, I think that, um, I think our society is pushing us to just work harder, work more, you know, continue to just beat the bushes and do everything that we can to get it all done. And I think there's something to giving it, giving Sundays a break, um, you know, set aside my my Christian belief that, you know, that God Mm -hmm. wanted us to take Sunday as a Sabbath and to to rest. I I think it's good mentally for us as well Mm -hmm. to to step away from work. if you do it, you know, seven days a week, then you just, you get burnout quicker. And I think you lose your patience and, and everything that comes along with that. Um, so I think it's, it's nice to, to, to take that time off. I know a lot of times you'll shoot an email out or something because that does free up a little time on your Monday or whatever. And, and, you know, if that, I, I think for you, sometimes that's freeing for your mind. You can set, you can do it, set it aside and be done with it. So if it's something minor that you can do in, in a short period of time, but if it's something that's going to ruin the rest of your day because you're stressing out about it and worrying about it, then I think you probably should set it aside. Mm, I like it. So my take when I read this headline was, um, well, duh, um, of course, like the idea that I don't think this is new. I, I think so many times when it comes to trending topics, these are things that have circled back in the oh, past. Sure. And I think it's also a little bit of the the um, differentiation between employee and entrepreneur sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not. And I'm, I'm open to being wrong on that. But like for me, like the idea that I'd be working on a, a Sunday a little bit doesn't really bother me. Um, and... But I do understand where um, 
my employees don't need to be doing that. Like, I, I think that's maybe that's a differentiation for me is like you, you kind of alluded to it. There are days where it actually decreases my stress if I can get those things off my mind. And whether it's just creating a to-do list, whether it's sending out a couple emails, whatever, um, it actually helps decrease my stress level for me, not only on Monday morning, because I can walk in with a free head, but also just like, you know, if I'm agonizing over it on a Sunday, that actually is less relaxing to me. Um, so, uh, but I will, on the other side, for a long time, our employees didn't check their email. At, like I didn't, I don't ask them to. Right. Several of them have now put that on their phone. And I, I remember recently Justin uh, replied to me um, to an email, and I think Emily has done it too. And I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa what are you doing? Like I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm not expecting yeah. you to reply to right. any of those things. It's intended things. for Monday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, but I, I do understand that sometimes I'm the exception on that. Like we've joked about this on the podcast that for me taking my laptop or checking emails on vacation most people that would stress them out. That is actually very freeing to me to, to just be able to check in and go, okay, there's no fires. Or if there is a fire, I have implicit trust in my team, but they need to know about it so that they can handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, if I do that at the beginning of the day on a vacation day, that actually helps yeah. me enjoy as the long as it day. isn't creeping into the day and you know yeah. keeping you from the other stuff yeah. yeah okay cool yeah all right so so and the other thing i would yes. say let okay. me interrupt one I second love it. Yeah. is like one of my pet peeves is on facebook everybody starts you know complaining about their work week already on sunday if your job is that horrible that you are dreading it so much that it's ruining your sunday find a new job oh what hundred percent. I love that you brought that up. Yeah. It's, so Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, I listened to him and he said, uh, you know, if every, every Sunday you're depressed and every Friday you're partying, if you're living for the weekend, your shit is broken. Yeah. I mean, I get it. It's the weekend's fun because you can go do fun stuff. I, I mean, I get that. And I, sometimes you don't want that to end, but as long as you're just not, if, if you're dreading going every to work, time. Then and then that's a consistent pattern. Yeah, you need to find a new one. Yeah, like yeah, I boy couldn't agree more. That's great. Okay, cool. That was a good one. Uh, thank you. So let's jump into our weekly whirlwind. As we said, you know, I like to talk about things that are going well, things that we're working on, things you know, that we're struggling with, whatever. So, uh, aim. What's going on? I mean, it feels like your activity is kicked up. Yeah, mine. Mine's been busy this week. Um, Basically, you know, if, if it would ever stop raining, um, <laughs> I've got some leaks on my roof and it's causing all kinds of havoc. And so I've been spending a week getting estimates and getting um, some repairs done so that hopefully I can plug those holes and stop that. And um, had a meeting last week with a consultant um, who's done a couple different projects like I have. So it was really interesting to get her take on my building and her suggestions of what we can do differently. And I'm still just trying to get my mind around the the flow of how this is going to be. I I'm I'm new to this contractor world, so just trying to figure out um, which piece goes in first and right. and how I get it all done. It's a little bit overwhelming, but I think um, I'm trying to to figure out what I need help with and you know what I can do myself and trying to find that balance. So yeah, and I think you know one of the things that you and I've talked about is want to make sure that you're not hurting yourself. Right. Yeah. I mean, because the reality of it is, yes, you need to be in charge of the project. You need to know what's going on, but you don't always be, need to be the person lifting right. the refrigerator. Yeah. You yeah. know. Oh, and my other fun part is dealing with tenants, and that's always great. <laughs> I had one tenant that is um, way behind on his his rent, and so I've been working on getting him out of the building. I think I've been successful. So. 
that is a huge victory this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, because having tenants is not the point. Having paying tenants yes, is yes, definitely the point, yeah, yes. for sure. Okay, well, that's cool. Um, so I've got kind of an exciting one um, that may or may not relate to specifically to the audience that listens to this podcast, but um, many folks know that I, I enjoy doing speaking, writing, uh, content creation, all that sort of thing. Um, and my buddy Bill Petrie um, made the announcement yesterday as we're recording this that we've created a new program called Promo MBA which for the people in the promotional products industry will be able to be a full day of training uh, our first one is we just announced in San Diego uh, which is pretty cool because uh, we'll be able to do that right after we go see Skylar yeah. uh, so it's like it, a bunch of cool kind of things happening all at once so the Promo MBA thing if you are in the promo industry and you're curious about this you can go to promomba.com um, and check it out but it's just one of those things that we've been actually talking about, working on for well over a year. Um, Bill has done all the heavy lifting on it, but we're really excited to, to do it. I think it's something that we think has a space in our industry and, and gives me a chance to stand up on stage and prattle on about my opinions. And I <laughs> who love all, Who all is involved with this? Uh, so Bill Petrie is in there. Uh, Cliff Quicksell is a part of it. He's not going to be at this first event. Um, he's just scheduled, didn't allow it. But also Paul Kiwi. Paul Kiwi's in, you know, the Hall of Fame of our industry. He's a industry speaker and thinker. And um, so... And then uh, Promo Corner is a part, that, which Bill is the president of Promo Corner. And then Promo Marketing is also... it's built around one of their events. So there's a lot of uh, uh, things that were needed to be planned. So I appreciate everybody doing that. And then we just get to come in and, and do the speaking part. And so it's it's pretty cool. It sounds interesting. I think it's a lot of different perspectives and yeah. I don't have a lot of experience to share. Yeah. When, you know, and we wanted to give the, we're doing it in a workshop setting. So people are able to take notes and ask questions. And, and I think, you know, sometimes it's cool to do keynotes and sometimes it's cool so that people there can be interaction. And so we wanted there to be, you know, people have the opportunity to walk out and go, okay, these are things I can implement in the business today. Right. And so, yeah. Anyway, that's what's going on with Very me. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. So um, weekly lesson. Each week we talk about a weekly lesson. And it's this is near and dear to my heart because uh, I just actually, I'm, I'm working on a book. You know this, Aim. I and, do. And so um, <laughs> I wrote this chapter uh, last night. And so, but it's one that I think people struggle with. And I was just talking about the idea of taking action. Um, and I, I kind of wanted your take on it. I, I just feel like so many times people look at you and, and you get a ton, you're very productive. You get a lot done. Um, and I think one of the things that separates you from many people is that you do not suffer all the time from paralysis by analysis. Um, once there's something to be done and there's a level of planning to it, you are willing to just take action and do it. I think that's probably one of my biggest strengths. Now, I'm sure to a degree it's annoying to people because I am a ready, fire, aim human. Right. Uh, <laughs> but on the other side, like I almost am able to outwork my mistakes because I'm I'm not deliberating so much. Right. You know, when we talk, uh, when I talk to people about creating content, when I talk to people about starting a business, sales, like everybody just sits around and waits for the perfect time. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I've learned is that the, that perfect time doesn't exist. And if you just go out, try something, and iterate, then you 
end up getting more done that way, right. at least in my experience. And, and sometimes the things that we learn the most from are mistakes. Right. So it's okay. Yeah. So I, I, I guess I wanted to see sort of, do you agree with that, that the one of the, the tenets of getting more done is just simply <laughs> pulling the trigger? Yeah, I think so. I, I agree. Um, so many times... Just like even like this, my building project, I I could sit in my office and and lay this out and and you know think Deliberate. it to death. Mm-hmm. But some days it's just good to get in there and get stuff done and see some progress, and that motivates me to get more progress done. So yes. so yeah, and and you know it's funny. I almost brought this topic up last week because it was on my mind. Um, it actually came in a different setting. We were in a we were in a um, a book study that I'm doing, and mm-hmm. I was talking with my friend, and we were talking about how. You know, maybe knowing scriptures and and knowing, you know, I kind of know the stories of the Bible, but knowing the specific scriptures and being able to quote those kind of things aren't my strong point. But it's like I told her, I said, you know, with so many things in life, sometimes you just have to fake it till you make it. (laughs) My goal is to learn more and to do more. So I'm just going to sit in this group and there's other people in there that that can quote those scriptures and can can pull specific stories from the Bible. My brain doesn't necessarily work like that Mm. on, on the memory side of it, but I'm I'm learning so much just by taking all that in. And so just sitting there and being in the conversation and being in the project, I can, I'm learning more just, you know, again, fake it till you make it. Just, just act like you're knowing it and, and you're figuring it out and, and you learn as you go. So I don't yeah, know if a, that really makes sense or no, not. No, it but. does. It does. Because again, back to, and I'll kind of tie it back to my original point is so many people wouldn't go to the book study at all. Right. Because you're intimidated by it. Right. And, but you were like, no, I'm going to go. I'm going to take action. Yeah. I'm going to, and then we'll see what happens yeah. from there. And in my building, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing here, <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to try things and I make mistakes and I go, okay, I wasn't smart. The next time I got to do this mm-hmm. and I'll just, I'll just keep faking it until eventually I'll, I'll make it. Right. You know, maybe meant, might not be perfect, but, um. I'm giving it my best, and that's I think that's all anybody can really ask. I, I love the you use the the, the perfect word um, because I actually think that's the biggest challenge with people with their paralysis by analysis is they it, you know they're they're chasing perfection, mm-hmm. and I think once you understand that it truly does not exist, perfection is the thing that's holding you back. Um, John Acuff talks about this in his book Finish, and he said that. That, that voice in your head is perfection. That voice that's telling you that, you know, the, the blog post that you're writing, the, the project you're doing in the building, it's not good enough. That's, that's perfection trying to keep you from finishing. Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, it, it, the pushback I'll get sometimes is like, well, it needs to be good. It needs to be quality. It does. But there is a piece where you just go, this one is, it's time for me to push this out into the world. Mm-hmm. It's fear and it's perfection that's keeping you from doing it. And so... I guess, you know, it's, it's so many times, I mean, Skylar, Jade, they're in seasons right now where it's like, okay, totally outside of comfort zone, totally, but they, you have to buy the ticket. Mm-hmm. You have to get on the plane. You have to go to, you know, go take the action. So that's my, I guess, I get, I get passionate about this particular thing because I really, truly see it holding people back. Right. That they're, they're so afraid to fail that they won't take action and the difference between the people who succeed and the people who don't succeed are the people who take action. It's right. literally the thing. Right. So anyway, okay, cool. Well, that was fun. Uh, so that was my our weekly lesson. So now it's time for our shout outs. So AIM, do you want to go first on our weekly shout outs or do you want me to? 
You can go first. Okay. Um, so I'll go with, you know, you know me, I'm a tennis fan. I, it's essentially the thing that put me through college. Uh, so, and I'm going to butcher her name, but Coco Goff, she's a 15-year-old who, she just got knocked out of Wimbledon, um, and it, I think she was in the round of 16, just took the tournament by storm. She, I believe she upset Venus Williams, and then she, like, okay, well, that was great. Time to go home. And then she won again, and yeah. then she won again. Actually, the story I, I heard today is that, you know, the stars, you know, the, the Williamses, the, the, the people who know, they, they rent a flat or a, a hotel or whatever for two weeks because that's how long the tournament takes. Needless to say, her and her family <laughs> did not. Yeah. So they moved three times because oh, wow. they didn't have a place to stay. Did Venus let her come stay with her? That <laughs> yeah, would have been nice. Yeah, <laughs> That would have been nice. But my shout out is to, to the, you know, I think so many times we're, we, you know, we're letting age hold us back. We're letting whatever hold us back. And uh, th- it's really cool to see this gal kind of take the tournament by storm. And it was just a, just a neat story. So yeah, that's yeah. My And my shout outs to the uh, U.S. women's soccer team. How so about cool. that? I'm not, I'm not a huge fan, but just with both girls playing, you know, and I've kind of been watching it a little bit and, you know, I, they, they're cool. They're, yeah. they're, they're representing the, the United States well, they're representing, you know, women's sports well. I know they're fighting for some equality, some equality when it comes to pay. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just insane. Can and we but, say that but, out loud? Yeah, we can, because that is the biggest no-brainer in the history of Earth. Right? <laughs> like, what is it? That, did I hear them right when they said that, like, these girls will win 200, or they will earn, they earn $250,000 for this this title. Okay. The men's version would take home over a million. Yeah. Well, and the, the reality of it is, is they're, you know, the, the you know, so many times you'd say, well, the, the men are this or more successful or they're what. That's just simply not true Not no. in, in this case. I mean, this is a great case for equality. Um, and I know you and I talked about Nike, Nike last week about right. our kind of what we were like, oh, that's we're not super pumped about the whole no, Colin Kaepernick and taking away the shoe. They created an ad that ran immediately after the women won. And That's I don't know smart. if you saw it. No. It's amazing. Like, and it? I, so I want to give them a shout out because the, the, I'll, I'll see if I can uh, post it up in the, the blog post in the show notes here. Um, because holy cow. Yeah. Like, as soon as we're done, I'm showing it to okay. you. <laughs> yeah, I want to see um, that. So, so kudos to that, talking about the equality piece. So that's a, that's a good so, shot. Yeah. Out too. yeah. Yay, girls. Yay, girls. Okay. Well, cool, guys. Well, this was a fun one today. Um, This has been the He Said, She Said podcast. As always, please, if you have any topics you want us to cover, any questions you want us to answer, we would love to take those on. Uh, We're kind of an open book, I think, and um, we'd love to provide you value in that way. And as always, the podcast is brought to you by Hossman Marketing. You can find this and all of our content at hossmanmarketing.com. And uh, just click on the blog link. We've got videos and podcasts and and, uh, just all kinds of stuff that hopefully kind of entertains and educates. So everybody, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, AIM, thanks for being here. No problem. Have a great week. Have a great week, everybody.